Hey everyone, I'm John Ferda. And I'm Kayla Wallace. And this is Sage Sage After After Listening. Welcome back everybody to another episode of Sage After Listening. Episode 8. Is it 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 8? Yeah, our podcast is like in third grade. (laughs) (laughs) Happy birthday. Um, yeah. So today we are going to be talking about aliens. Yes. But first, so I've had some suggestions that oh, okay. people, they like want to get to know us more. Okay. So I'm going to ask you a question. All right. To get Shoot. to know you more. Shoot. You grew up in the 90s. Born I did. in 89. I did. I'm a 90s baby. Are, were you or are you, where you are you, an NSYNC or Backstreet Boys fan? Ooh, that's a tough one. So NSYNC when I was younger, because all the girls that I went to school with were NSYNC fans. Mm-hmm. As I grew up, my tastes refined, and Backstreet Boys is clearly the superior band. Bro, me too. Same thing? Yes, exact same thing. I had yep. an NSYNC poster on my well, door. Because, who's the lead singer of NSYNC? Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake. Everybody loved Justin, right? Yeah. But you as you get older, you realize Backstreet skeezy. Boys... Well, he, no, I don't know. It's just geezy. He's all right. He cheated on Jessica Biel. Yeah. Well, when you're Justin Timberlake, come on, man. Please. Um, but me too. Yes. I loved NSYNC when I was younger. And as I've gotten older, I like Backstreet Boys way, way more. Absolutely. Backstreet Boys are hands down better band, better songs. Wow. Um, We're so alike. Uh, twins. <laughs> Besties. Is that it? Is that all they wanted to know? <laughs> well, no, I mean, they just said that like we should talk about ourselves a little bit more. Oh, okay. So fair I enough. figured I would just like ask you a question about yourself, and that just seemed. I feel like I should ask a question then. Sure. All right. Ready? Maybe. Vans or DC? Converse. Oh. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> were you were you Converse back in like grade school and shit? Because you were you're basically a '90s baby too. You grew up '93. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, no, we wore shoes from Payless because we were poor. Oh, fair enough. So I wore those champions, which is now in style, which is so fucking annoying. It is annoying. (laughs) So I wasn't necessarily poor, but I dressed like it. Um, (laughs) until I was in like sixth grade, seventh grade, I would wear gray sweatpants, boots, and a t-shirt all year round, no matter what the weather was like. You had hair back then, too. I did have it's hair back then. It's hard to ima- imagine I did. That. I had long hair. I had the Bieber cut before Bieber was, like, born. Fair. So, he took it from me, so I'm just waiting on my royalty checks to come in. It'll but get But you, I mean, let's be real, though. You know, back when, like, those shoes were a thing, people were wearing Etnies. Oh, dude. Etnies were good. And Heelys. But, but Etnies were, so Etnies were, like, the girl one, I think. And then Osiris. Like, girls. Oh, I had a pair of Osiris's. <laughs> I did. I had a pair of Osiris's. I, they were black with like a white like swirl thing on them for us. Uh, yeah, I remember that because I was a skater back in the day. I I was very 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 preppy back then. Really, I was not how I am now. No kidding. Yeah. Wow, that's a flip flop. I See, used to have a pink wall, there. and it used to say "Live Laugh Love." No, it didn't. Embarrassing. No, it hashtag didn't. embarrassing. Uh, yeah, there are people who I am friends with still that can vouch that that is a real thing. Fair enough. I um I had a Chuck Norris poster on my wall. It was all the Chuck Norris jokes back when those were popular. Oh, my God. I thought that was super funny. Um, I was your typical 
2006, 2017-ager. Pretty much, almost like to a T, like stereotypical as fuck. There's nothing wrong with that. No, it I was, don't think so. We was, all were. No, there's no one. Every teenager thinks they're original. Every teenager's wrong. It was a simpler time. Twas, twas. <laughs> I actually had two mice when I was in high school. Like for pets? For pets. I had two I gerbils. Got, did you? I yeah. bought two mice. We named them, I had a black one and a white one. We named them Barack Obama and John McCain because that oh was- Oh my God. That was the election that was going on at the time. <laughs> Mine were named Lainey and Lucy because, just because. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> and- so everybody has a traumatic rodent story. Usually it's hamster, but I didn't have hamsters. I just had gerbils. And Lainey chewed through her habit trail and she got a cut on her mouth and it made her bleed to death. And she was like literally, so I'm like a teenager. She's seizing in my hands, okay? This I, is dark. Oh I my am God. sobbing, okay? I'm sobbing. Yeah. My dad is screaming at me telling me like, it's like, stop crying. She's not dying. Like you're overreacting, blah, blah, blah. Ended up dying. My mom and dad showed up to my job the next day. I was working as a cashier at a dollar store with a, an I'm sorry for your loss card and chocolate covered pretzels and a gecko gift card because <laughs> they felt so bad. That's hilarious. What? <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. You want to get to know up. us more. That's, uh, that's a really in-depth go. story I haven't talked of- about in a long time. <laughs> We're just sharing childhood trauma. I'll remember that. I have therapy next week, so oh, bring yeah, that there up. you go. Bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> My parents tried to bribe me to not be sad with a gift card. Well, no, to forgive them. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. That, that happened a lot. <laughs> oh, we'll talk oh. about that in other episodes to get to know each other more. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Anyways, now that we've uh, <laughs> gone through that, <laughs> let's go to okay. aliens. Betty and Barney Hill abduction. Okay. Do you believe in aliens? Of course. I okay, absolutely believe in aliens. So, caveat here. I know this is supposed to be me, like, disproving everything, and you, like, oh, I believe it. Mm-hmm. I believe in aliens. You have to. Aliens are real, 100%. To think that they're not in the giant, vast universe that we live in, with trillions upon trillions. If you took every grain of sand on every ocean on Earth and counted them up, you would not have, like, a third of the stars that are in our observable universe. Scary. That's a lot. Yeah. To think that there's not intelligent life out there somewhere is insane. I actually am not sure if I've ever met anybody who doesn't believe in aliens. And if they don't, they've never told me. What I don't believe in is (laughs) is that they've come here. Oh, please. They sure have. They're living among us right now. You think so? Oh, fuck yeah, they are. Name one example besides Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> he is an android, not an alien. So I guess, I don't know. I, I can't say, but this sounds so fucking dumb. Um, but We'll forgive you. I don't, like, I really don't think Men in Black is that far off. What? Of course, like. You think Will Smith's part of some sort of secret agent? I think he's a part of the Illuminati, but that's a whole different the Illuminati podcast. Holy shit! <laughs> but um, that's a conversation we're gonna have. <laughs> but I do think that aliens live here. Okay. I think that the government knows about it. Really? Yes. Let me ask you a question. Okay. The government knows what your taxes are. Yeah. They know what you owe. Okay. And they can't apparently 
just take it out and not make you do your tax refund every year. Okay. They're incapable of that. You think they're capable of covering up the fact that aliens live here? Bro, they've literally declassified like things about UFOs and shit. Well, they declassify. There's like documents. The I, I Navy, know. I get, I know. The I, Navy I, I've, I've the seen Air these Force. documents. I know. Okay. I know what you're saying. What did they say? That there were UFOs that made their equipment malfunction. Uh-huh. Okay. Did they say they were aliens? No. Exactly. But until they're not going to tell us. Okay. Until, until a, a government official comes out and goes, yeah, my buddy Bleep Blorp over here. Bleep Blorp. <laughs> <laughs> came into earth or no like mars mars attack i just watched that the other night it's such a i good found show. this website that is a random movie generator and so you can't decide what to watch you can p- like pick what streaming services you have and mm-hmm. like what years you're like you want and that movie came up and that is my favorite alien movie as it's i mentioned good movie. in the last there are Tim so Burton. many big people in it mm-hmm. jack black is one of the main characters yeah. in the start pierce brosnan pierce brosnan uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. Sarah Jessica Parker becomes a, a doll? chihuahua. Yeah. Oh my God. It's so good. It's so good. But no, I think they, well, okay. We're going to take a real, we're going to throw it back really far. All right. It's 2011. All right. Kayla is assigned her senior paper. And for her senior paper, she chooses to do the conspiracy theory of Marilyn Monroe's death. How? There's a conspiracy theory about Marilyn Monroe's death? Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah, she didn't kill her. She didn't kill herself. Okay. Hit me with this. What's the, going on? What is it? So, listen. So, we everyone knows that Marilyn Monroe was having an affair with JFK and RFK. Oh, I didn't okay. know it was RFK, too. Both. I knew it was JFK. She, they were very, very close. JFK mm-hmm. told her a lot of classified things. Oh. All of a sudden, the Kennedys decided they wanted nothing to do with her. She was getting ready to throw a press conference to release all the information that JFK and RFK told her, including things about Area 51. Mm. And she ended up dead before that press conference ever happened. They rolled her death as a suicide. Mm -hmm. However, they found no pills in her stomach. Okay. But there was a bottle of empty, like a pill bottle with no pills in it. And that's why how they claim that she committed suicide. Her window was broken, but through it was her window was broken like in a way that like someone would have broke in mm-hmm. and not the other way around. They so glass on the inside basically. Yeah, um, that's, that's her bathroom at the time seems sloppy. Was getting worked on. She had no water. How did she swallow a whole bottle of pills with no water? I can swallow pills with no water. A whole bottle. I could try. I can also dry swallow pills. <laughs> You've been <laughs> drinking, not Tylenol. Um. Her colon was bruised, and it is said that her like house maid type like assistant used to give her regular enemas because that like her colon was bruised. Yes, and that can happen when you get a lot of enemas. And we everyone thinks that the the Kennedys paid her house maid assistant to give her a like poison cocktail enema essentially. And this housemaid has changed her story a million times. Also, the mob has come forward. They bugged her house because, you know, JFK and the mob, like, had, like, a thing going on. Sure. So they thought she knew stuff, and they heard the night of her death, like, noises, like, um, like noises of, like, a struggle. Mm. And I could, honestly, I could I could talk about this for a whole podcast. So I'm just going to leave This us. could be an interesting, this could be an interesting <laughs> series. This, I'm going to leave us that. with that. But she was about to tell everybody about Area 51. So you want to know a fun fact? 
Sure. I once worked with people who worked at Area 51. Are you about to get us killed? No, absolutely not. (laughs) They don't know where we're at. So I worked with people who worked at Area 51. You literally have to listen to an episode and they know where we're at. Oh my God, shut up. Don't give them ideas. Anyways, so every morning, people would be flown in from McCarran Airport in Las Vegas, right? They would fly in on a special private jet that no one else could get onto. They would fly up to Area 51. They would do their job, come back. They weren't allowed to talk about anything they did there. Okay. Okay. But they did. No, they didn't. No. Oh, okay. They were literally like these are these are not people who are like you and me. They're not gossipers. They're not fucking nerds. Me? Oh, you A gossip? Heavens. Am I the drama? <laughs> <laughs> so these guys, they would go in, like I said, do their job, come back, not talk about it, even with their families, like their spouses, their kids. They weren't allowed to discuss anything they did ever never do that right tyler's my bestie i like i'm like guess what they weren't as secretive with area 51 51 overall as you'd think so they would send random people who would only have like secret clearance you know just average whatever anyone can get secret clearance if you've never done drugs or like gotten a felony you can get secret clearance it's not that high of a bar okay top secret's a different story they would send people up there You'd sit out there and you'd watch, you know, the base or whatever the like aliens. that going on. Yeah, the aliens. You'd sit out there and sit out, watch the base or whatever was going on, and nothing ever happened. It was really boring. Um, they called it the range. They didn't call it Area 51. And, you know, they'd do their test flights and stuff out of there or whatever. But most of what they did was, like, um, UAV stuff. Okay. From what I could understand. It was just, like unmanned vehicles it was when they were being developed and all that and just taking care of their thing um there was never any mention even the slightest of weird this weird stuff okay but like what like come on if you or i or anyone you know had information like that do you think they could keep it secret do i think we could no absolutely not anybody your average person. Think of the most trustworthy person you could possibly think of. Do you think they could keep that secret? I don't know that many trustworthy people. <laughs> you know Tyler. Tyler's one of the most trustworthy people I can think of. That guy's got his shit unlocked. Do you think he could keep Low that key, secret from me? Tyler tells me everything. Okay, exactly. One of the most trustworthy people I could think of. He tells you everything, right? That's hashtag my bestie for the nope, restie. I, obviously. <laughs> There is nobody who could keep that secret. That is not true. Hundred percent. If if no one could you keep knew that, that your life was on the line, like I think you could keep that secret. There are people who risk their life for fifty bucks. What are you referring to? I don't have specific examples. Oh, okay. I was like, <laughs> but there, you know, there's got to be. You you could. So when you said that, I was thinking of people that buy like a half a g of cocaine and then like. You're like, oh, damn, they're risking their life for 50 bucks because, like, they don't know what's in that cocaine. That's what I thought of. See, our minds went to different places. I went to, like, doing a dangerous stunt. You went to, like, (laughs) (laughs) partying. But anyways, there's no way. No way someone could keep that secret. Mm -mm. I I think people could keep that secret. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's where we differ. That's fine. But all right. So we've got stories, right? We've got stories that are supposedly true. Well, just of one. people who well okay so we've got one story this is a pretty famous story and there's a lot of credibility 
initially with this story, right? Mm -hmm. So the government investigated it. Yeah. Um, it was investigated by a bunch of independent organizations who were interested in what these people had to say. I think and the government was more willing to do that back then, though. I think so, so, too. I think so, too, because they didn't know. Right. They didn't have, like, this, nope. you know, there they didn't have the NSA. They didn't have, you know, texts. They, they weren't recording every single little intimate detail about everybody's life. Mm -hmm. um, so they were willing to investigate it. And later on in their lives, um, I think they lost a little bit of credibility um, yeah. because they, they kind of pushed it too far. They pushed it into this domain of um, doing it for monetary gain as opposed to... Actually, no. You don't think? No, but you'll see. Okay, I'll see. Fair <laughs> enough. But there is reasons why people think that they like made it up, essentially. Gotcha. Okay. But we'll, well, get, we'll get into yeah, it. Yeah, we'll get into it. So um, this story is about Barney and Betty Hill. Rubble. Barney and Betty Rubble. The Flintstones. <laughs> Actually, uh, what was what was Barney and Betty? Oh, Rubble. Never mind. I'm dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you're well, old enough. I'm, you watch that cartoon. I'm losing my mind. Okay. Um, well, this is their story. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So, little history on the couple themselves. They lived in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Barney worked at the post office, and Betty was a social worker. And they were an interracial couple, which was a big deal back in that, that was era. a big deal back then. They you were, wouldn't want to draw attention to yourself back in the... It was like the 60s, 60s yeah. 60s, yeah. You wouldn't want to draw attention to yourself back in the 60s as an interracial they were, couple. They were woke. So... I hate that word. Woke. I hate it so much. <laughs> um, but that's pretty much it for their history. I'm just going to jump like right into the encounter because Ready? there's like a lot of shit. Set. Go. The Mario Kart theme song just popped in my head. Um, so they were coming home from a Niagara Falls trip. It was 10.30 p.m. on September 19th, 1961. Betty claims that she saw a bright light that moved from below the moon in Jupiter and upward west of the moon, which is very fucking specific. Like, how did you know that was Jupiter? I agree. I was just thinking that. <laughs> this layperson was just like looking at the sky and she was like, oh, look at that light must, that's moving from that Jupiter below the moon. Must be Jupiter. Um, so they stopped to take a closer look and to walk their dog, Delcy. I will post Delcy on the Instagram if I can find her. Um, Betty looked through some binoculars and she thought she saw a flying craft with multiple flashing lights and it was getting bigger and bigger. So like closer. Um, so Barney thought it was an airplane until it started descending towards them. They got scared, got in their car, started driving. Uh, both said it was about 40 feet like in length and it was rotating. They stopped driving towards it because the object was descending towards them. And then the craft began hovering 80 feet above, 80 feet above the couple's, uh, car, like not exactly not not a right above their car, but like in front of like where they were driving. So they stopped. Yeah. So they stopped. Barney left the car with his pistol, um, which I was very intrigued about the carrying laws, but I didn't look those up. Um, so the object lowered and he could see eight to 11 humanoids in the craft. They communicated to him to stay where he was and to keep looking at them. That's interesting. It's kind of weird. Like it is weird. Keep looking at me and be like, mm. yep. Keep just keep focusing right here. Start playing like peekaboo with them. Like, 
Um, Barney said they had black uniforms and black caps. Um, then he said what looked like black bat wings came out of the sides of the craft. So Barney got scared, uh, went back to the car, started driving. He told Betty to keep an eye on the object, though, as they started to make their escape. Hmm. She rolled the windows down. They kept hearing beeps and like buzzing noises. Then they have very like vague memory. They drove 35 miles south, the wrong direction of like the way they were supposed to be going home. Um, and they turned onto a road that had a roadblock, and they saw a fiery orb on the ground. Hmm. And then, like, that's it. And then they're home. Yeah, they lost track of time. Yeah. Supposedly, there's a lot of lost time in there. Uh, if you've ever watched the first episode of X-Files. I haven't. I've never watched X-Files. Um, oh, my God, you're missing out. It's so good. Um, the first episode of X-Files, that's something they cover is uh, time loss whenever you're encountering a UFO. Um, Mulder, uh, if you, you know, if you're watching it, Mulder is David Duchovny. He sets a watch and, uh, basically prepares for it, you know, sets a watch, sets his vehicle clock and they drive through this area where supposedly there's been an encounter like this. Right. Mm -hmm. And one of the first things that happened that he checks whenever, you know, after, they have their weird uh, encounter is he looks at the clock. So this is a very established, and I imagine this is probably where it came from. Um, it's a very established circumstance when you're encountering aliens is loss of time. I, yeah, I actually, I have that farther down in my notes mm-hmm. that it's like a big thing in the um, alien UFO community. Yeah. Supposedly, loss of, time supposedly is a thing. loss of time is a big thing. And um, what's interesting about this to me is that this flying saucer that they saw is very reminiscent of what people thought flying saucers would look like back in the 60s, 70s. Mm-hmm. You know, the time when flying saucers were kind of like the, you know, popular in the thing. Right. Um, it was this flying disc that they saw and then bat wings came out of it. You know, that's very retro sci-fi. So the bat wings thing to me is weird. I don't think... It is weird. It's, it's very retro sci-fi sounding but to the me. the disc for sure and i mean you know let's just go on the premise that aliens are real um i'm sure that they develop just like humans do um so maybe they were flying around in floating discs and now they're flying around in you know something different sure sure so let's talk about um the level of technology that you that extraterrestrials would need to visit us here on earth okay right, think about the closest star what's the closest star <laughs> Alpha Centauri, Stop. <laughs> okay. right? It is, I think, a light year away. Did you research this before, or do you just know? This is just I. So I'm coming. I'm coming up with these stats off the top of my mind. Um, I don't know if this is true. If Alpha Centauri is not a light year away, if it's further away, let us know. Shoot us a text in the comments. But Alpha Centauri, I think, is about a light year away. Um, light is the fastest traveling traveling thing. thing in the universe right mm-hmm. it, basically the universal speed limit like travels at right stars are like dead like we're looking at them and they're they're dead like by the time they some get of them to us can be, yes yeah. it, by the time the light is reaching us that star could have already died and, mm-hmm. and exploded in supernova whatever um but alpha centauri about a light year away is from what i understand and um the in order for us to get there the amount of energy for anything with mass 
to travel the speed of light, right? As you approach the speed of light, the energy required becomes infinite. Okay. So this civilization to visit us here on Earth would need to be so far advanced compared to where we are now that it's like, think of how you think of ants or like amoebas, right? That's how... Gross. Right, yeah, exactly. They're these gross little, you know... Squiggly things. Squiggly things or like they're just ants in your garden. Ants in Insignificant. (laughs) Yeah. Insignificant things, right? In your world. Mm Mm-hmm. For these aliens to visit us, that would be the equivalent of you, right, getting in your car and driving for like a month to go see an ant colony. Sure. But we ain't, but so, we study ants. We do study ants. We absolutely study ants. So, so that's a thing. So that that's a very good point for it, right? Mm-hmm. Now, in my, I just think that a civilization that is that advanced, right, who is that far ahead of where we are, would see us the way we are, they wouldn't waste the time and energy to come here. They would probably have other methods of observing us that don't involve flying into our airspace, revealing themselves, being like, hey, you know, let's abduct you and put a probe up your butt. Well, we'll get into that. We'll get. That's into just that. my thoughts. That's my thoughts on it. I feel like it's because like, I see what you're saying. Yeah, there are some things about this story that kind of yeah, go with me, kind of go with, with a, your point. To be yeah, honest, hit me with the hit me with the points. Okay, so that was the encounter. Now we're going to talk about after the encounter. So weird things started to happen. Weird impulses started to happen. So for whatever reason, Betty wanted to start keeping their luggage by the back door even though they kept it in like a specific room. Yeah, like she's going somewhere. Um, their watch has never worked again, which I was like, remember the batteries did, but um, the binoculars strap was torn. Barney's shoes were scraped. Those two things, I'm like, why do they even mention those? But Seems I think... Yeah, it, it's, it's sure. It's part of the story. But I, yeah. Um, Barney had a weird impulse to check his genitalia. I mean... He found nothing all the wrong. Guys, all the guys out there... Come on, we look at our dicks like fucking all day. Why? I check my dick like five times a day, just because. Just make sure it's still there. You think it's gonna? Fall it's a guy. Up it's or? a guy thing. It's a guy thing. Every every other guy I know is gonna agree. You just wake up like you, sometimes you just check my dick. Sometimes you just check it. You're like, yep, everything's going good. That's nothing new. Barney's Can't relate. Just, okay. Barney just wound up being like, yep, yeah, okay. Okay. Um, they ended up. They did do a couple drawings of what they witnessed. Now, the dress that Betty was wearing, it was torn, which is, like, not a big deal, but there was pink powder on it. Mm. Um, not Coke. Coke wasn't pink in the 60s. I don't think Coke is ever pink. Exactly. Unless you mix it with, like, sh- fucking Sh- strawberry powder. Sprinkles. Yeah. Nesquik. Yeah. <laughs> Nesquik. <laughs> some of that Nesquik and cocaine. Nesquik Coke. Oh, God. Um, strawberry dairy. Conveniently enough, she hung her dress outside and the pink powder flew off of it so they could not test it. Oh, no. That's so convenient. I know. So on September 21st, Betty called Pease Air Force Base to tell them what happened. Mm -hmm. Um, She left out a couple details because she didn't want to be judged. 
She was checking out a lot of UFO books, which I wonder how many UFO which books is there really were back then. This woman clearly does not care about being judged. She's in an interracial relationship in the 60s. And uh, she's calling an Air Force base to tell them that she <laughs> was well, maybe she didn't want to maybe she didn't want to be judged even more <laughs> don't judge me she don't so, give a fuck um somebody at the air force base takes them very seriously and mm-hmm. they have a six-hour interview where they they actually give every detail okay. um barney claims that's that he, a long interview that's, that's a, a long way to sit long. for so this is where it gains some credibility with me Okay. That's a long time to sit and discuss something that's happened to you. That's not true. That's not true. Right. Or at least you don't believe. Yeah. Right. Whether it's true or not, they believe it, I believe. You know, I think they believe it. Because you don't sit down for eight hours convincing a military base of a lie. Six hours, but yes. Is that what I say? Eight. Six hours. You don't sit down for six hours convincing a military base of a lie that you came up with on a whim. Right. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, so Barney claims that he had a mental block and he wasn't sure if he actually wanted to remember everything. Um, and the guy that interviewed them, his name is Walter Webb. He says um, he thought they were telling the truth. Mm-hmm. So 10 days after their encounter, Betty started having very, very vivid dreams mm-hmm. about the encounter. She had them for five nights in a row at first. She tried to tell Barney. Barney like was like, you're fine. <laughs> you're good. Essentially. He's just like, don't worry about you're it. You're fine. So she started writing them down. Um, so I'm going to go into the dream. Okay. So they, her and Barney turned down a road with a roadblock mm-hmm. and there were all these humanoids surrounding their car. Uh, they instructed them to follow them in the forest. Barney was behind her in her alien escort but he was like in a trance-like state. Like he didn't seem like he was like all there. Wasn't paying attention, yeah. Um, the figures were human looking. They had grayish skin, bluish lips, black hair, and black eyes. So that's interesting Throw to back, me. Black eyed yeah, children. Right, black eyed children. So this is interesting to me because one of the most commonly described aliens are the greys. The greys, yeah. And the greys look like humans. They are tall, slender. So I didn't think greys look like humans. Aren't well, no. Superficially. Okay. Right? Tall, two arms, two legs. Okay. They have a head, just like a human. Right. Um, they've got supposedly these big black eyes. Mm-hmm. They're bald, gray skin, big, um, you know, bulbous, almost raindrop shaped head, like upside yep. down. Um, They're muscly. Yeah. yeah. So they've, they, they, this is the typical description of the grays that we get. And that's the most common alien that people describe seeing. And these aliens um, would sort of resemble that, except they've got hair. Yeah, they have hair. They have hair. And um, And blue lips. That's very specific, I thought. That is very specific. Um, I imagine that's, I mean, when you're describing a person, I think one of the very, the things that you sort of go to if you're trying to make it up is going to be facial features. Um, You're going to pick an obvious facial feature like lips or whatever. So it's a little sketchy to me. Um, but at the same time, this is very similar to previous descriptions of, you know, what grays might look like, you know, it's, it's at least on the same track. So, so that's before this, I don't know, were grays a thing or were grays I'm because not sure. of this? Maybe it, it's very we would have possible. to look into that. It, I didn't, would, I didn't look would. into that. Okay. So 
Well, I mean, the first the first incident that you're really getting into with alien encounters would be Roswell. That's when everything sort of became like a big, right? You know, a big to do. You know, we had Roswell, where some a bunch of people saw lights, and there was supposedly a crash, and then the government cover up and conspiracy, and that's where Area 51 became right so popular and famous is because. But did anybody see any aliens? Remains, no one claimed. I, there are no claims that anyone saw gotcha. aliens. Um, there are pictures of the Roswell crash, or what was supposedly the Roswell crash, and it's this aluminum-like tinfoil-looking um, wreckage. Mm-hmm. They claimed as a weather balloon. Of course. You know, um, all that. But there are no eyewitness encounters to Roswell that have ever come out and been like, yeah, it was aliens, it was this or that. But that's just where the conspiracy came through, and that's where everything um, sort of started, in my opinion. But this could have been where the grays came from because nobody been. saw aliens during yeah there, well. there weren't really descriptions before this that mm-hmm. i could find okay okay so they're escorted up the ramp onto mm-hmm. the craft the leader told betty they needed examined the exams would take longer if they were in the same room so betty and barney got separate exams separate rooms so her exam because it's her dream um, they took a lock of her hair. They examined her eyes, nose, mouth, ears, teeth. They kept some of her fingernail trimmings. Gross. Examined her legs and feet. Scraped some of her skin. And then they wanted to test her nervous system. And by so to do that, they shoved a needle, needle in her navel. A needle in her navel. <laughs> um, and this caused a lot of pain that she screamed. And the leader did like, emotion like over her eyes like in front of her eyes and the pain instantly stopped which is like that's interesting yeah and they, these don't so their encounter doesn't sound malicious no, no, no from no. what they've described it it doesn't sound like these aliens that they claim to have encountered were malicious or trying to cause them harm Just it curious. sounds like they were curious it sounds like it's a research thing for these aliens right now I think that lends, like I said, I think that lends it some plausibility where they're not coming out and being like, oh, yeah, these aliens abducted us and did all these goofy experiments. It's like they were pretty reasonable. You know, they, yeah. were, they were they were respectful. Considering. Yeah. Um, so then Betty found a book with strange symbols. One of the the men, quote unquote, told her um, she could keep the book and then showed her where they were from on a star map. Mm hmm. Um, once, so... Did they did they tell what the constellation was that they were from? No. They did. I saw that. You Really? Yes. I believe there was... They pointed to a star system in... Let me Google it real quick. And Barney Hill. I think it was in the Sagittarius... Interesting. Yeah, I didn't um, see that. Okay. Initial report, Betty's dreams. Okay, but go ahead. Continue your story. I'll see if I can find this information. Okay. So, um, yeah, I said, so the guy told her, the alien told her she could keep the book. Um, they were done, so they led the hills back to their car. An argument broke out between the aliens. Um, and then the guy, the guy, the alien told her she couldn't keep the book. Because they didn't want her to remember the encounter. And she told them, she's like, there's no way I'm going to be able to forget something like this. 
rightfully so so um and then so they dropped him back off at their car but the leader told them to wait and watch the craft leave before driving away and that is betty's dream Mm -hmm. which is very very vivid it is very vivid i'm lucky if i remember even like half of my dreams so they were interviewed again november 25th uh, 1961 by cd jackson and robert e howman they brought up the length of the trip um should have been a four-hour drive took them seven hours which is the whole missing time thing um they brought up hypnosis so these two people were like maybe to see like if you guys like aren't full of shit like maybe you should go see a hypnotist mm-hmm. so they kept barney and betty kept driving to the spot that had happened to maybe like spark some memories um nothing came of the hypnosis yet so i found okay it was supposed to be from the zeta reticuli galaxy yeah, I know exactly what that is, is. Yeah, yeah. This is called the Zeta Reticuli incident, overall. So it's often referred to as that. Um, that's where the aliens pointed to. So I apologize. It's not the Sagittarius constellation. It's the Zeta Reticuli galaxy. Sure. Anyways, <laughs> I know exactly this, where that is. That's just just information I wanted to throw that out there. Yeah. But anyways, continue. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So November twenty third, nineteen sixty two, which this all happened. When did I? See say 1961 so like a yearish later um they see an air force man speak at the church his name's his name is captain sweat um he captain sweat he offered to hypnotize them but then changed his mind because he was an amateur and he said that if they were going to be hypnotized it should be by a professional as there are professional hypnotists yes it's not totally just a joke you think you go to college for that college for hypnotism yeah <laughs> maybe Community college. <laughs> Me? <laughs> no. It's probably like a master class and you get a certificate. Um, so March of 1963, the Hills publicly discuss their encounter um, with the church that they go to. Um, they tell Captain Sweat that Barney's been seeing a psychiatrist who the psychiatrist recommends him to Benjamin Simon, a hypnotist. So finally. Um Simon, the hypnotist, does not believe the alien hypothesis, but believes that the hills, the hills truly did believe it. Um, so he thought that the hip, like the hypnosis, could help them, help him understand like more about their condition because he didn't think he didn't believe it. Mm-hmm. So January fourth, nineteen sixty four, the hypnosis finally starts. They did their session separate, so they couldn't overhear each other's accounts. Mm-hmm. And I will start with Barney's All account. Right. His hypnosis session. Um, Barney was very emotional and fearful during his hypnosis. They had to stop a couple times. Uh, Said he was scared and shut his eyes for most of the abduction. Remembers that afterwards he felt the need to turn into the woods and he was seeing men um, on the dirt road. The leader told him to close his eyes and he said when he did it felt like it quote it felt like my eyes were pushing into my eyes. Which is weird. I don't know. That is odd. Um, His description was very, very similar. Almost the same as Betty's dreams. Okay. Said the black eyes scared him the most about them. Mm -hmm. They took him into a room, examined his entire body, put a cup over his genitals, and took a sperm sample, even though he did not orgasm. 
They also probed him. And while they were probing him, he said it felt like they were counting his vertebrae. Wow. The look on your face. Heavens. Heavens to Betsy. You looked so upset. Yeah. When I said that. That's real far up there. (laughs) (laughs) If you're hitting spine, (laughs) we got to (laughs) talk. Oh, I wish. Oh, my goodness. We need to start recording on YouTube because that was. (laughs) The look on your face was just priceless. God damn. All right. Um, So Barney said when he heard them talking, he couldn't understand them. Mm -hmm. They were speaking a foreign language. But when they they spoke to him, it was in English, but it was through telepathy. Oh, telepathic English. Telepathy. Yeah. Okay. So that was his session. Okay. Betty's session. It was a little bit shorter. Okay. Because her hypnosis was, they were very similar to her dreams which made them very similar. Her and Barney's accounts were like, they were pretty much the exact same except the order in which things happened. So they had all the details the same. It was just the order of how things occurred. Kind of switched on. You know what would be interesting to me? Hmm. I'm just thinking about it while you're saying this. We should go get hypnotized. No. Why not? I don't want to like admit anything. What do you mean admit anything? I think that would be great for this story in general. I think if you we could should prove, go get hypnotized and no, see. Absolutely. We should go get hypnotized and we should just see if it actually works. I mean, obviously, let's not go in there and try You know to what we could do? Them. What's that? You could go get hypnotized to never want to smoke vapes again. That's true. And see if it works. I could try to not vape. Yeah, that'd be great if I could give up the douche flutes. I have no vices, so. Yeah. Not, I don't. I've never been addicted to anything in my life. Fair enough. I believe that 100%. We're not going to question it any further. <laughs> so. Um, no, I think that would be really cool if, like, if you don't want to do it, fine. That's okay. You're the non-believer, bro. You can bitch out. Yeah, well, go prove it. You did not fucking go in there. You won't do it, pussy. You won't do it, pussy. It sucks because that's how we grew up in my house, so fuck. (laughs) It'll work. So, I think it'd be really cool to go get hypnotized and see if it actually works. And now I've heard that you have to be willing. Now, it seems sketchy. To me. So it won't work because I'm not willing, but uh, yeah, sure it won't work. I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best if we do this. I, you know, I'm gonna try to find a hypnotist around here. I'm gonna do my best to be like, okay, let's do it. I'm fully open to this experience. If you can hypnotize me, hypnotize me. I wanna see if it works because I've never believed in this. I've never believed in that. I've never believed in like psychics, anything like that. I um, I know you do. I know you well, do. Well, I do, but I think hypnotism is very, very different than psychics and paranormal. I think sure. hypnotism, like you're going into your subconscious like that's to me like that's very real like we only use so much like of our brains oh how much of our brains do we use no i don't know the fucking person how much of our brains do we use i've seen matilda so you've seen matilda (laughs) not the new one the one with danny devito oh fair enough i couldn't picture him as matilda um (laughs) so the whole we only use 10 percent of our brains thing Mm-hmm. complete falsehood so how much of our brain do we use we use our whole thing we use no, the whole we, we use the entire part of our brain are you the a problem brain doctor? Is, is that we don't use we're not using all of our brain at the same time because okay. that's just not how the brain works so you know your occipital lobe controls your eyes and controls what you see um your temporal lobe controls um your thought. tempora that's yeah, what i think yeah, your, your tempora. temporal lobe your, yeah your, your shrimp temporal lobe um, <laughs> good with some rice <laughs> it'd be great with rice 
um, you know, it controls thought and creativity, you know, all these different things, right? You're not using any part of your brain all the time. Yeah. Right. The only part of your brain that's working 100% of the time is the unconscious part that keeps your heart beating, keeps you breathing, um, keeps your, you know, just your nervous system working and all that. That's the only part that's working 100% of the time. Okay. So when they say you only use 10% of your brain, it's a little bit of a falsehood. You're only using a portion of your brain at a time Fine. to do certain But let functions. me let me counter and let me, so, okay, you're right about that, but there are, so, for example, like people that have experienced trauma in their childhood, it is said that they, people block that out. Like they, it was so, can do some wild it things. was so traumatizing that they sure. block it out. They don't remember it until they go into like heavy therapy. Sure. That's why I believe hypnosis is like very much a thing. Like pe- there are people trained to really get into that part of your mind where there are memories that you, possibly, that you don't want to remember. Possibly. I think, so the brain can do some amazing things. You know, when when you when we tell, we don't fully understand the brain. The brain's the only thing in the universe that's named itself. And we know very little as far as science has gone um, on neuroscience and our the you know, the the inner workings of how the brain works. We know very little. Okay. But it can do some incredible things. If you see everything upside down, right? Over time, your brain will correct it, and you'll start seeing everything right side up. Yeah, like if you hang upside down for so long. It can block everything out, mm-hmm. right? You could be driving down the road, and if your brain wants to, if it you know fizzles out and functions weird, it could totally block out, and you not see a car directly in front of you. It could fill that in, right? You always see your nose. Your nose is always in your vision. I know. But your you brain always, yeah. you know, blocks that out. You have to because think about it. You have to think about it. You think about if you Damn think about breathing, about it. think about breathing, and you're going to start breathing manually. You know, you're going to think about touching your tongue in your mouth, and you're immediately going to feel your tongue in your mouth, and even though you didn't before. Your brain does weird things. Yeah, right. That's why I just think it's wild that you could say that like hypnosis is like. I think hypnosis fake. plays on that idea that the brain is very unknowable as far as we are at right now, and it is a hokey. Um, method of digging into your subconscious. I think therapy is the only is the best way we have right now. I like my therapist. See, she's great. Yeah. See. Shout out, there Cindy. You there you go. Way to go, Cindy. Way to be a great therapist. I'd love if she actually listened. This would be cool. Well, just just tell her about it next time. I did. Uh, <laughs> I do tell her. <laughs> but anyways, so I think hypnosis would be a great thing to see if it actually has any merit to it firsthand. Right, that's something I would be interested in doing. Um, but anyways, back to our story. Yes, Betty. Okay, so again, her and Barney's accounts were very similar, except the order in which things occurred. Mm-hmm. Um, during her session, they had her draw the star map that she was shown. She explained it to be she didn't use this word, but this is the best word for it—a hologram. Um, but she drew it the best she could. She drew the twelve prominent stars that stuck out to her. And the aliens explained to her that there were routes that they took. So she drew lines connecting certain stars. The solid lines were like very much traveled routes. And dashed Mm -hmm. lines were stars that they didn't travel to as much. Okay. So I looked up a little bit of information on the Zeta Reticuli. Okay. um, Let's uh, let's hear it. And it's two stars that circle each other. Mm -hmm. 
they are twin stars, there are no extrasolar planets in that system. There is a debris field of like rocks and meteorites and asteroids um, that circle around these stars, mm -hmm. but they don't have any large infrared signatures of planets that circle them. Okay. Um, so if these aliens were actually from this, they would have to have developed in an entirely different atmosphere um, or environment. Than so how we do we know that this is the place that they said they were from? Well, so like you said, they, we only have Betty and Barney's testimony. And she said. And this is what she drew. She, she explained it was from the Zeta Reticuli. She a, said those words, area of the Zeta Reticuli. She, she drew it. Yeah, but right? she, but this is saying she drew 12, 12 she, prominent stars. Sure, you can point to the sky right now. If, if you know this is coming up, if you know you're going to be interviewed about this, you could look in the sky right now and look up there and go, okay, here's 12 stars. I'm going to memorize these real quick, you know, and then draw that later on. So she may have picked this. You know, she may have just looked up in the sky and been like, okay, this will be something for my story. I'm going to pick this section right here and I'll memorize it. Right. Okay. And like I said, whenever they came through and they've actually done research on this section of the sky and they've said that there are no exoplanets. There are no extrasolar planets. There's nothing as far, nothing Earth-like. Is that However, now or is that during the time? I mean, that's that's in general. So now we can only see what we're seeing now. Well, um, it could a be. A planet is not going to form in four years. Planets take millions of years, millions of years to form. Well, now, first of all, not four years. I'm saying. 40. Are you looking up? Yeah. Are you looking up now? Because maybe it was on its like last couple years of its million years. Sure. Maybe maybe this debris field was a planet at some point. That's very possible. I'm just saying. So these two sun, these two stars that they found are sun-like. So they do have the same. They're very similar to our sun. Mm -hmm. There's two of them. Um, and all they've said as far as information on this star system is that there are no planets there. So like I said, that doesn't mean that there couldn't be extraterrestrial life from this star system. It just means that if it is, it has evolved in a very different environment from what we've evolved in, which could explain different skin tones. It could explain black eyes, which need more sunlight mm -hmm. um, or work under more sunlight. You know, it's just, just different things. It just means it's different. Wow. Which Look at you. You could have been when, an astronaut instead of a firefighter. No. I don't have 2020 vision. You have to have 2020 vision to be an astronaut? Absolutely. For what? You're not flying see, the rocket. To see space? I don't know. I think you get up there and it looks dark. Yeah, because your vision's not good enough. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, sure. But no, anyways, anyways. Okay, so that concludes. So Simon concluded that they suffered from psychological aberration. Barney's recollections stemmed from Betty's dream. The Hills uh, disagreed, but after the hypnosis session, they stopped suffering from their abduction anxiety. Okay. So. So the um, hypnotism cured them. Yeah. Sort of. Isn't that crazy? Interesting. Because you don't believe in it? I don't. Okay. <laughs> so. Um, I think their con was done. The Hills actually never seeked publicity for this. There was... Um, <laughs> There was a guy named John. I have it spelled J-U, though. John. John. John, John Luttrell. He reported on their story, and he had somehow gotten access to their interviews and their recordings of their hypnosis sessions. Mm -hmm. And he published an article about them, which gave them international attention. But it wasn't them. 
So then after this, another man named John, such a common name. It is. John Fuller got permission from the Hills, and then they collaborated on a book called The Interrupted Journey. Maybe I'll add that to my TBR this year. Yeah, we'll have to read Um, it up. Marjorie Fish was an elementary school teacher, but amateur um, astronomer. She attempted to decipher the star map that Betty drew, and she even created a 3D model of it, but nothing came of it. Um, she tried. She tried to say that there could be, like, life forms, and then she even, like, said in a press conference that, like, yeah, I looked into this, and it's, like, not valid. Hmm. So Barney died of a cerebral hemorrhage in 1969 at the age of 46. Nice. Betty died of cancer in 2014 at 85. Okay. After Barney died, she became a big figure in the UFO community. Mm-hmm. Okay. Rebuttals. Rebuttals. Yeah. All right. So, psychiatrists said all of this was a hallucination due to being stressed, and the stresses were from being an interracial couple in the 60s. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a lot like um, a diagnosis of women being frantic back in the early 1900s and prescribing dildos. <laughs> Oh, you have hysteria. Okay, go to this hospital. <laughs> What's that? Every responsibility is yours and you haven't come in two years? You're crazy. <laughs> um, however, the Hills argued this because they said that their friends and family had no issues with them being together and they didn't really feel the stress from that. Okay, that's reasonable. Which is reasonable. I mean, I'm sure it's just like in public. I mean, people still give interracial couples like side eyes and stuff they do, in public. Absolutely. So um, even today it's yeah. 2023 and I know people who are in interracial relationships and there are places around here that they cannot go. Right. You know, so, so that's still a thing. It's fucked so up. Back then it was probably, so yes, I'm sure, I'm sure like there might've been stress. Like they went out in public, but I don't think it was enough stress to cause hallucinations. hallucinations. Yeah. That's like what Not a thing. Um, Jim McDonald, a resident of the area, claims that the couple mistook an aircraft warning beacon as a UFO. Mm-hmm. So supposedly this aircraft warning beacon was in the exact spot that they claimed that the UFO came through. Yes. Um, and that's why they're saying it's, you know, it's, it's a little bit sketchy that they're saying it. Um, but yeah, this, you know, there are other people who have driven through here. It's interesting that they're the only people who have experienced that in that area. Yeah. I don't know. But that gym could also just be like full shit. He could. He could also be full shit. But yeah, I don't, he could be I don't a know. Hater. We'll see. He could be a hater. Um, another theory was sleep deprivation, which I don't know. I mean, it was in like 10 I mean, you need a lot of sleep deprivation. Maybe like three nights more than no sleep. I mean, I've, I've had some sleep deprivation in my life. Me too. And I have never hallucinated. Neither have I. I have been a little loopy, been a little goofy. I'm fucking exhausted. <laughs> yeah, exhausted. But you have to be very sleep deprived to start hallucinating. Yeah, I agree. Um, okay, so Robert Schieffer claims um, he would go on UFO observations with Betty three times a week mm-hmm. and that Betty would mistake streetlights for UFOs. Okay, so Betty was a little goofy with it. She mm-hmm. was calling everything a UFO, really, really ready to... You know, believe in UFOs. Yeah. But also this guy could also just be like a dickhead. He could be. But I mean, I I can see that being a thing. I know people who are very eager for certain things. You know, when you want to believe in something, you notice trends anywhere. 
like when I send you TikToks of ghosts and cryptids. Yes. And I'm like, yes. I'm too she afraid. Sends me, she sends me TikToks <laughs> like once a week. She's like, look how scary this is. And then I'll watch it and it's literally just nothing. No, I say I'm too afraid to watch this. Watch this and let me know what happens. And, and nothing ever happens. <laughs> it's just someone. I do. I do that a lot. <laughs> It's somebody filming like a doorway and they're like, oh my God, it's there and more, there's nothing. I do it more than I'm proud to admit, honestly, but it's fine. He's a good sport and he watches them. <laughs> it's all for the fans. That's fair. <laughs> so another guy, Martin Kottmeyer, claims the Hills got their story from a science fiction show of the time called Outer Limits because their descriptions were very, very similar to the show. I did. So I saw the um, aliens in the show. Did you look them up? Yes. I did not. I was um, going to just post them on Instagram. I saw the aliens in the show. Okay. And I heard the descriptions. And I think it's kind of a stretch to say that they look similar. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so I think this one this one is a little bit... So Betty so Betty so. claimed to have never heard of the show before. Yeah. It's a little sketchy because the aliens in the show are definitely... They're very alien looking. And you got to think too... And they don't not have everyone, hair. Not everyone owned a TV back then. Owning a TV was like in a the 60s? luxury. I thought in it was... In the 60s, most people owned a TV. TV was the Were big thing in the 60s. You know? I have family who was in the six, who lived in the 60s. Yeah, because you're old. I am old. I mean, your dad was My probably born in like, what, 69? 1970. 70? Yeah. Okay. So then apparently their description was also similar to a 1953 movie, Invaders from Mars. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. That was 1996. <laughs> um, we should definitely get together and watch Invaders from Mars and do a bonus episode. Absolutely. I'm about it. So, okay. Invaders and from now, Mars. And now my last topic, usually pop culture references. Oh, okay. So obviously there's been a lot of just documentaries that include this, like any alien mm -hmm. documentary this mm -hmm. is involved. There was a show in 1975 called The UFO Incident. Um, and James Earl Jones played Barney. Oh, man, Barney had a hell of a voice. Sound like Mufasa. Um, American Simba. <laughs> or Darth Vader. <laughs> I guess, yeah. So he was doing this show and doing Star Wars at the same time. I've never seen any Star Wars movies. Are you fucking kidding me? Mm -mm. What the hell? How can you do a... An, uh, how can we do an episode on aliens and you've never seen Star Wars? Are there aliens in Star Wars? Are you fucking kidding me? I thought it was just like people. Oh, oh yeah. I guess so Jar Jar Binks is an alien, I guess. Oh, right? my God. All right. We're going to move on. Okay. Sounds good. Oh. Um, American Horror Story, um, The Asylum Season, which I watched, and Death Valley. I don't know which one that is. They reference this. And then X-Files episode, Jose Chung's From Outer Space. Do you uh, know that one? I, I'm i sure I've seen it. I've mm -hmm. watched The X-Files like five or six times over. Oh, okay. Um, That's also your homework, by the way. What? Watch some of the X-Files. X-Files. Seriously, okay. just just first episode, watch it. You're, Which streaming you'll be is it on? Hulu. Oh, okay, I have that. Yeah, just okay. pop on Hulu, watch the first episode, you'll be hooked, I guarantee it. Okay, maybe when I'm done with Supernatural. Oh, that's fair. I'm on season seven. Mm, that's not a good season. After five, I don't like Supernatural. Season five was the culmination. If Supernatural had gone from season one to season five and ended at season five, it would be the absolute most perfect 
show. There were some season five episodes though that were kind of campy, and I was like, sure. Meh. The, I mean, it's the whole the whole well, show is campy. I um I after season five. So it spoiler just alert! I'm at the part where they find Cass again. Like yeah. he's like actually alive, but he didn't remember. Yeah. Until he um smited all those demons in front of the mental hospital that Sam was staying at, mm-hmm. and then he transferred lucifer from sam's head to his head mm-hmm. and that's where i'm at currently okay. and i took a pause i took a pause because i needed to watch the perfect match on netflix I don't even know and is. and you with pen badgley who's pen badgley he was dan and gossip girl is that the is that the main character in you yeah oh okay where he's like, all right i've watched like half a season you. of that oh. yeah i watched half a season of that it's creepy i love him so much some weird shit yeah it is it's a good show though um that's all I have. That's all you have? All yeah. right, what do you think? That's it. What are your, what, what's your opinion on this? I honestly think this could have happened. You think it could have happened? Yeah. Do you think... I don't think there's any... I don't think there's heavy evidence against them. I don't think there's... I think this is one of those things you can't really prove or disprove because right. you're just going based on their testimony alone. Um, you don't really have anybody else's. You've got you know people who've talked to them and been like, okay, I think they're telling the truth. And you've got people who've heard their story and been like, it doesn't really add up. But the only you know i guess solid evidence that you have is what they're telling you right so it's hard to disprove and prove it one way or another because i could sit here and tell you uh, my best friend is a yeti (laughs) and you know unless you've got evidence to prove otherwise you kind of gotta be like okay maybe maybe his best friend's a yeti so Mm -hmm. i don't know um i'm not convinced but i don't think it sounds i think they believed it they, I, I think they believed it as well. I think they believed for sure. it at the very um, least. I, I don't know. I believe it. I mean, give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt in the sense that I think they believe it. Like I said, I don't necessarily think it's true, but I also believe it seems far hypnotism. Oh, no, that's true too. So their sessions to me are kind of like, oh shit! Like they said all that while they were hypnotized. So mm. fair enough. Okay. Well. Why don't you guys hit us up on Instagram? Hit us up on. Do we have a Facebook? Not yet. No, we'll I'll get, get there. I'll get we'll get there. there. Whatever. Facebook, Facebook, TikTok. I'm Instagram, gonna get us on. TikTok, I don't I'm gonna know, get us on all the at. things at some point shoot when we get message. more famous. Yeah, shoot us a message. Let us know what you think about it. Um, give us some ideas for some more episodes. So I'm thinking next episode. Yeah. I'm gonna take it back. We're gonna do a haunted place. I like a haunted. Place. I don't know. I don't know yet, but we've strayed away from ghosts for a little bit. And I kind of went. Did we? Our episode before this was ghosts. No, it wasn't. It was, oh, it was Black, it was Eyed, Black Children. Eyed Children. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm thinking about the Queen Mary. Oh, that was. The HMS Queen Mary. My least favorite episode. Um, it was RMS. I was waiting to see if she'd catch it. It was HMS. Was R- it? RMS is the one that you told me. I thought HMS was the one I told you. RMS was the right one. Nope. The right motherfucking ship. The real. No. Yeah. It was the right motherfucking ship. The RMS. Oh. Little mnemonics. I write the descriptions too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. That's Anyways, thank you for listening. Make sure to go on Instagram and like us. Uh, listen our, to us on Spotify. Do you know our Instagram yet? Nope. Kayla's going to tell you. Sage.after.listening underscore podcast. Email us at sageafterlistening at gmail.com. I will eventually get us a Facebook and a TikTok and whatever other social medias you want us to join. So... Shoot us a message. Listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And Amazon Music. And Amazon and Music. And Pandora. And pa- oh my God. And everything. iHeartRadio. Run everything. I know I did that. I love it. So. 
Thank you guys for tuning in. And don't forget to sage after listening. <laughs>